Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. Today I'm going to talk to you about a dirty little word that starts with SH, and I'm guessing that it's not the dirty little word you're thinking of. <laughs> no, this little SH dirty little word is called shame. S H A M E, shame. And just saying the word kind of makes you feel a little ugly on the inside. And granted, it's not the greatest topic in the world. It's a little bit of a downer, I have to say. But if we can address it and understand it and start to learn how to get past it, then that's where the magic begins to happen in our own lives. We begin to feel um, a freedom a boundless freedom um, that is amazing it's it's confidence building when the shackles of shame are finally released from within ourselves and seriously it's it's huge you can begin to feel like you're walking on the clouds so light and feathery and ethereal almost like invincible you can do anything you can go anywhere you can try anything uh, that you want suddenly life becomes playful again when we get rid of this monkey on our back or in our gut or um, in our head and heart every time it does begin to rear its its ugly little demon face a lot of us have grown up with various types and forms of shame some of it has been due to um, abuse uh, which is not a light topic Um, some of it has come just from um, you know the experiences that we have that are pretty much just the everyday part of growing up Um, because growing up is not a cakewalk we do run up against things and there are things that we also inherit um, in our DNA and in within our genes and are passed down from family to family some kids in a family like your own siblings can have different types of uh, shame, you know, and, and it takes on different forms. And within each personality, it's it may be expressed more or less. You know, some people just really don't have an issue with it or they're able to handle it all in their lives and their feelings about around it and those experiences that may have caused shame in their childhood um, they're able to just sort of um, shuck it off and and move on and be okay with it while others it can become extremely debilitating like very debilitating to the point where you can shut down you can have um, really dark thoughts go into really dark places um, just, you know, within your own head, head space, it can lead into, um, relationships that are, uh, very unhealthy. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's, it's definitely a topic that in order for you or anyone to 
feel like they really love themselves and love their life um, and what they're doing and, and how they're moving forward, it's really hard to do this when you're walking around with this shame this ugly little monkey on your back. And I wanted to give a shout out to my really good friend, my girlfriend um, who lives here in Maine. She and I have had some really wonderful heart-to-hearts and we've been through a lot of similar experiences. We've been there for each other in so many different ways. And, you know, one of the things that she's been grappling with too is, is just running, walking around, and no matter what she does and what how she's changed her life, she's like, I just feel so bad. I feel so bad about myself. I feel so bad. And believe me, she's high functioning. She has an extremely physical job. She um, is amazing at what she does. She owns her own business. And she um, is just busy all the time. She's raising her son as a single mom and has been for many years now. So, I mean, she definitely, you know, gets out the door and, and is doing things and making things happen in her life and for um, her son. But there, there's been this struggle there for sure. And I think that it's, it's a struggle that a lot of women face, um, especially just from our society, the way that we're raised, the traditions that have been in place for many years, decades, even centuries. I mean, obviously, um, this has been something that's been ongoing for humanity. It pops up in all the religions. And it's not just for women, but I think that women especially um, get larger doses of it through society, through the media, through job experiences that happen in the workplace. Um, it, it's a lot. It's very highly, highly prevalent. And it's obviously been um, a topic at the forefront for a long time. So in loving our lifestyle and loving what we do, it has to start with who we are on the inside and what we're feeling about ourselves on the inside. Because to really stand by what you want, first of all, you've got to be able to figure that out. And if you're mired in shame and guilt, okay, let's talk about shame and guilt. Okay, let's talk about guilt. What's the difference? Guilt is something that you've done. Shame is just something that you feel. Just because you exist, it doesn't have to do with any behavior or any action on your part. It's simply from existing. Guilt is from something that's been done, okay? Now, the two... (laughs) The two can kind of go hand in hand because when you're already feeling ashamed and da da da, and you're trying to find some form of escape, um, you may go do something based on that that then you feel guilty about. So then you have both shame and guilt running hand in hand together, and you know that that's not a fun experience either. But just keep in mind that there is a differentiation there. And there are some things that are done that you should 
feel guilt about because it's it's an action that's taken place and um, if you've not made it right then um, your conscience is kicking in and saying listen you know you need to make this right you need to find out why you're feeling guilty there's probably some reasons for why you are or it's been brought to your attention and you need to make that right um, as best you can you know as best you can and then move forward from that but after you've done that many times the shame from it the feeling is going to linger and it's probably a lingering feeling that's been there for a long time and it's been put there Uh, you know it's been put there for many reasons it's something that was put there uh, maybe by your parents. You know, you can have the best parents in the world, but there's still going to be things that get handled certain ways with kids that are going to load on, you know, some shame or some guilt. It may have been something that, you know, happened that was a little bit out of your control, and yet you're the one that became the scapegoat for it. And you've never been able to really um, live that down or get it explained or it caused a domino effect that's continued to um, follow you, you know, throughout your life. And you just feel like no matter what you do or, you know, the time that passes, you're still not able to just um, release yourself from that past thing, whatever it is. Um, I don't want to get into the particulars of it because there are so many, and each one of those um, have many, many facets to them. Um, So let's just talk about, first of all, becoming aware. Becoming aware of the fact that, you know, you could be carrying this around and if you've been trying for a long time to just feel better feel better about your life feel better about your choices feel better about putting um parameters and boundaries up like healthy ones we're not talking about you know um we're talking about just regular healthy boundaries and understanding what those are because many times we don't and that's why they're not there or we don't have we don't know that we have permission to give ourselves those boundaries so we walk around feeling very triggered very angry um, and then we feel bad ashamed that we feel so triggered and that we feel so angry and we feel like we're in a vicious cycle that we can never get ourselves out of. And it becomes so exhausting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's exhausting. It's, it's a downer. It's debilitating. Um, and it can lead to less than healthy habits, too. You know, it can become... Um, it can lead to different forms of addiction um, and that kind of thing, which, of course, that doesn't help either. <laughs> you know, if, if you 
are drowning or self-medicating yourself in um, unhealthy habits, then that's going to become, it's going to lead to things that become, you know, things that you feel guilty about or things that you are feeling more ashamed of. um, And you stay at the bottom. You continue to just go along in this very debilitated frame of mind. So what are some things that you can do to begin to um, come out of this? Well, first of all, just being aware of it is the first step. Uh, Just knowing that it's there and acknowledging it instead of running away from it or sticking your head in the sand and pretending like it's not there. um, Just the acknowledgement alone is a huge, um, I mean, well, that's a big shackle right there. The other thing to realize, and and this is something that came to me a long time ago because I was just, you know, there was a point in time where I was very, very uh, depressed. Um, I was living in a camper on our property at 40 acres trying to get a log home built. My kids were still little and um, things were not going well in my marriage. Um, There was just a lot of um, very unhealthy stuff going on. we were broke. Money was a huge struggle. We were out here in the middle of nowhere. I was um, estranged at this time, at that time, with my family. Um, I felt very alone and very isolated, and I didn't know what to do to get myself out of it. I really didn't. Um, I was paralyzed, and I didn't like the person that I'd become. And yet, as much as I didn't like her, I didn't know what to do to get away from her, you know, to um, make her different because it just, it was too much. I was too overwhelmed. And I don't know if any of you guys can relate to that, but um, it's really a horrible place to be and to feel. So one of the first things I started doing just that summer in the camper was I started doing voice notes. And in the voice notes, um, I would talk to myself as if I was my own best friend. And I just, and even though it felt really awkward and weird, hearing my own voice play back to me, saying very uplifting things like, you know, you're going to get this figured out. You are so awesome. You have, you know, been in, in really difficult situations before, and you've always managed to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, and you've always managed to find a way to make things work in your life, and you should, you know, pat yourself on the back, and we're so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Things like that. When you hear your own voice, telling you these things because when you're in that place you have so much brain chatter going on and a lot of it's extremely negative so to have this voice coming at you from outside your brain and from outside your being saying these things to you was was really um, a breakthrough for me it really began to change um, the way I was um, 
addressing myself. And then I kind of started getting a little bit mad at these really bad voices, you know, these things saying things to me and running me down. And so the best friend inside of me or your higher self or whatever you want to call it or God, but sometimes God can feel like it's this, well, first of all, that it's like a man (laughs) or almost like an old man and it's talking to you from out there. And, you know, and I don't want to get into the whole religious thing, but hearing yourself as yourself I think is just um, a really crucial thing. It's not to um, dis- it's not to um, keep you from from using other things too in your life, including um, your religion and your faith and all those things too. Absolutely. But listening to yourself and being your own best friend, as a best friend, saying, you know what, you need to tell you know, this, this voice here that's running you down and making you feel like crap, you need to tell it to shut up and get away from you, you know, shut up, go away. And I'm not listening to that crap anymore. All right. Um, so that was the second thing I did is I just, you know, started listening and becoming my own best friend and saying things that were more uplifting to counterman the, the negativity. Then take baby little steps and actions to reward yourself, okay? Just little bitty things, even if it's just painting your nails or, um, you know, I'm not talking about big, big things, you know, going for a little walk, going out and taking some photos or just something that maybe you haven't done in a while, um, that you've wanted to do, it keeps sort of popping up, um, but you, you're not doing it. Another thing to do along those lines is art, whether it's writing in a journal, writing a story, doing poetry, painting, um, sculpting, doing some pottery, cooking, um, you know, any, anything that, you know, singing, playing the piano or an instrument, dancing, any of that, that helps get you flowing into the creative side of your brain, into the creative side of your being is amazing. Another thing is to get close to nature. And the more you can incorporate your art into nature, um, the better. And that can include animals too, you know, um, any kind of animals, whether it's just your pet or it's driving past a field and you see some cows or horses or some goats or something and you just stop the car and watch them for a little while, watch them play. Or get a little flock of chickens. Like if you've got a small backyard, just get a little flock of Bantam chickens. They're so cute and they're absolutely tiny. I mean, as chicks, they're like the size of a gumball. (laughs) They're so cute. Just And watch them. Do something that allows you to enjoy what's going on around you again. So that you're not just consumed 
with the shame and the negativity and all that stuff that's going on inside your your head and inside your brain. The next thing too, and I know this is hard to do sometimes because we get in a trap about talking about it, you know, but try as best you can for a little while to break out of that habit of talking about it. If you feel like you're starting to say something negative about yourself or negative about your situation, just stop. Stop and don't say it. You may not be able to come up with something better (laughs) in that moment, but at least just don't say it. Don't put it out there and start to begin to uh, break the pattern and the habit of that cycle of just talking about it and talking about it and this is how I feel and this is how I feel and this is how I feel and when that's all negative, then you're going to, you know, keep yourself locked in that space Um, and it's just going to continue to perpetuate so those are some of the tips that um, I have in just being able to break free from the shame um, in the beginning and there are a lot more share your comments share your suggestions let's support each other in this because it really is an epidemic problem um, and not just as adults you know it's it's cropping up with with kids and young people um, as well so let's um, get get it talked about let's get it out let's get it healed and I'll continue to bring you more and more um, insights and inspiration and in how you can feel um, empowered and emboldened and confident within yourself and your life and loving yourself and of course that overflows into loving your life as well hey y'all that's a wrap listen to explore more on how to reinvent your lifestyle and also what i'm doing on my main farm plus some creative cool topics on adding travel and entrepreneurship to your mix jump on over and join me at debhays.com that's d-e-b-b two b's h-a-y-e-s.com introduce yourselves i'd love to meet you until next time thanks for joining me love you and love your lifestyle